You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I suck at dating with Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome back to uh, what is the podcast called? Help I Suck at Dating. Of course, I remember I'm losing my mind. I've been at my in-laws for over a month. How's everybody out there in suck army land? We have a great episode coming up for you. Uh, we have a special, wonderful, amazing, beautiful guest who is joining us right now. But before I introduce her, because she's been on the podcast before, we have a great guest coming up. Maya Ezrati is coming up, and we're going to talk about dating heading into 2021, which will hopefully be a little bit easier on all of us. Dean, first of all, how the hell are you? Hey, Jared. I'm very uh, uh, displeased with you that you forgot the name of our podcast. Of course, I didn't forget. I was just trying to do something different. You know, there's only so many ways we can intro a podcast. So I was like, let's just do, let me pretend that I forgot the name of it for a second. And it really just didn't land. All right. I'm like a stand up comedian Listen, who's it's, bombing right now. It's fine. It's fine. That's 2020 in a nutshell. So at the very least, it's exemplary of what we've all been through. But uh, I'm good. I think you uh, uh, kind of alluded to it a little bit. But why don't we just jump into Katie and see how she's doing? Because who the heck cares about us? What? Who cares about these? I was waiting for your response, you guys. Katie Morton, Katie Morton, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! What do you mean our response? I was waiting to see how y'all were. Oh, oh, oh! Well, we're fine, but no, we don't great. care about us. We care about you. We want to hear more about Katie Mo. We've had you on the podcast a million times. You're essentially uh, uh, the third most consistent thing uh, on this podcast. The first being Jared. The second being all of our producers being great. The third being you, and then the fourth, me showing up on time. So uh, congratulations on cracking the top three. But fill us in, Katie. Obviously, it's been a while since we checked in with you. Um, we talked a little bit before we started recording this podcast, but you're what? And you're in Orlando now with your family. Is that right? Yeah, um, I'm in Orlando at my parents' house. I haven't really been getting too close to my family because I have traveled. So I'm on a, a little bit of a different floor but we pass each other like ships passing in the night in here Um, yeah but i will get to after some time has gone by yeah um we'll get to spend it with them before i go off on my way yeah well you're speaking there with a little bit of an english accent which if you haven't if you don't follow katie which i'm sure everybody already does katie you are uh dating a, a british man that was a terrible English accent. I don't know what the hell Scottish. I was trying. <laughs> that was Scottish. I don't know or what the hell that was. Scottish. It was something, all right. Anyway, back to you. Tell us about your boyfriend. Oh, well, um, I'm dating an English man. 
man now I'm saying weird. English man, he's so great. Um, what do you want to know? How'd you guys meet? Tell us everything. Oh God, you guys. Spell well, because he lives in England. What's his so shoe like, size? Yeah. Did he slide in the old DMs? Yeah, what's his social security number? Bank information, things yeah. of this nature. Okay, we met two weeks before Paradise. The the day after I filmed my Paradise intro, we met. Um, I'm going to do like a Q&A probably with him at some point, so I'm going to keep some things. But yeah, yeah. Uh, How, Wait a minute. Holy shit. You met two weeks before you left for Paradise, and were you like, okay, I'm going to go to Paradise and see how it works out, and then a month later you got back, you're like, okay, I'm engaged. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I met him on the street. He pulled me aside on Sunset Boulevard. Like, he was skateboarding and saw me. And I was like, I think we were, I was going to dinner. But I think it was either that night or the night after. It was Hannah B's. We're watching Hannah B's season. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he pulled me aside and was like, maybe have a chat. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, yeah, if you speak in that accent all night, we can have a chat. Chats all night, buddy. Um, but then he, all I did was give him Instagram information. That's what we exchanged. And later that night he said like, hello, how was your day? And I'm guessing that's how he said it. Cause that's Obviously. what it looked like. <laughs> and, then, sure. and I was like, oh yeah, it was great. And then we didn't talk, like he didn't respond back, but I also wasn't concerned about him responding back either. Cause I was like headspace in paradise and was super busy just like getting ready for it. So he never got my message and I never cared to see if he got my message. So then it was almost like we just lived separate lives. And then later, obviously everything has happened. And then a couple months ago, he saw me on a dating app and I had showed up on Raya in London. And Hmm. like, hey, are you in London? Like, I'd love to take you to dinner before you leave because like, I don't know if we're going to have an opportunity to match on the app. And I was like, I'm actually not, but it's really interesting that the dating app thought I exhausted all options in the US. (laughs) That is pretty funny. I was like, wow, that's that's interesting. Why is it sending me global? And for the re- for the record, just to be clear for the listeners out there that might not be familiar with Raya, it is a dating app for famous people. That's why Katie is on it. So I'm assuming this guy has to be some sort of famous person yeah, as well. Guy. Is that right? It's not all famous people. I think there's like tiers of Raya, to be honest. I think they have, there's like Channing Tatum, but then there's like a, then there's like me. <laughs> yeah, no, not you. I was gonna say Jared. It's similar. Yeah, I was on Raya there for a little while. Dean, have you ever been on Raya? I have been on Raya, uh, and I matched with some pretty interesting people, but uh, nothing obviously ever came from it. But you know what I'm saying? It's not like famous people. It's just like, oh, there's some people on here. Well, listen, I agree with you that it's not just famous people. Uh, so, for instance, like I, I um, referred a friend who, uh, you know, works a very normal job. And he got accepted somehow. So, so they have this weird criteria for what is mm-hmm. what is and what isn't allowed. Um, and then I remember reading some story that like Amanda Stanton couldn't get on Raya, even though she was trying for a long time or something. It's like, well, if Amanda can't get on, but my friend Sam can get on. Yeah, what's the criteria? Uh, and then some here? of the people, some of the people I matched with were like world famous gymnasts that have won like multiple gold medals and like crazy stuff like that. And I'm like, whoa, this is super cool. But uh, it, for me personally, it was just, just like an app to be like, whoa, that's cool to see that person on this dating app. You know what yeah. I mean? That's kind of how it was for me, too. Like, it wasn't, I didn't see that many people on there or anything. Didn't go on too many riot dates. But anyway, he right. started on the app and he didn't want to wait to match me or whatever because he didn't know if I was going to be hanging out on the app while in London, even though I wasn't there. So uh, he decided to reach out on Instagram and was like, ask me to dinner. And I was like, can't come, not in London. And then I was like, oh, but how do I know you? Because I saw from before Paradise the messages. And I was like, remind me how I know you. And he was like, oh, I, I actually met you on the streets of LA and you were with your friend Hannah. I was with Hannah G. He mm-hmm. said, you're with your friend Hannah. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I remembered it clicked. And I was like, oh, I know who this is. And then we just had some chats and then he scheduled a FaceTime date for the next day. And then we just kept going from there. What made you want to go to England? Like when were yeah, you like, okay. I'm going to travel across an ocean for this dude. Not only across an ocean, but across a continent as well, because you're going from L.A. all the way to the East Coast and then to England. That's a that's a commitment right there. It's a jump. So, and like, I really, it was interesting. So 
we're FaceTiming. We FaceTimed for a really long time, but I realized there was something in my gut that was like, this guy is great for me. And I'm going to listen to my gut this time because when I don't listen to my gut, things go awry. So I'm like, I'm going to listen to my gut. Like, this guy is great. Like, obviously, it wasn't rushing anything. We had talked for a couple of weeks, but I was like, this is going to die a slow death on FaceTime mm. or someone's going to have to make a move. And he can't, he plays um, soccer or football, but soccer over there. Is he a and professional so- player? Yeah, but That's he. Uh, freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like it's a very complicated system. He's uh, but yeah, so he plays professionally, but he so he doesn't get any days off pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, he can't come here. Um, but I was like, this is gonna die a very slow death, or someone's gonna have to make a move, mm-hmm. and it looks mm-hmm. like that someone's gonna have to be me. So then we're talking, and he's like, gosh, I wish you could come to London. I'm like, what if I did? And he's like, that would be sick. And I'm like, let's do it. And then I was just like, I mean, being on a plane is honestly being on that plane was safer than being in LA because there was probably max 20 people on the plane on that huge plane. And they were like, it was sad because they said, this is the last time this plane is flying because there's not enough people to fly. Oh no. It was sad. They blasted Adele for the last 30 minutes of the flight and flight attendants were crying and hugging each other. And then I started crying. Like, this is a moment for me. This is a moment for them. What airline? It was um, Virgin Airlines. I got mm. it from Delta. Oh, well, that's so sad. God, it's so sad. Like, even we ordered takeout from a local business right down the street. And, like, every time we go in there, there's just nobody in there. And the poor manager yeah. and bartender is just standing there with, you know, twiddling their thumbs. And it's like, this is this is depressing. So, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. But so, I had the, like, aisles in front of me and behind me just completely empty. I was laying down. I laid down and slept for, for eight of the nine hours. So... Um, yeah. And then I got there and I had to quarantine and then we met. Oh yeah. Cause he's it, a professional soccer player. So they probably have pretty stringent rules about when you can see someone from the outside. Yeah. And also I had to quarantine because, um, just, what's it called? I, because it was the rules. Yeah. It's just the rules. And, yeah. And so also I was like, okay, how can I make this to where I can go and, it doesn't have to just be for leisure. So my friend's family owns a business there. So like, um, the, and she's from my hometown. So I offered to like do help them with work. Mm-hmm. I went over there. So then I could go for like business. So it was, it was like a good, it all worked out perfectly. And then we got to meet and it was like, I had known him for a really long time. And so, so the plan, I know you said you're going to answer this Q and a later on, on your, so we don't want to spoil too many things, but you said you're, you're going back out to London. Yes. So that is a good sign, obviously, because it went well enough the first time. It went so great the first time. And it was interesting because I had a quarantine, so I didn't really get to see him. And then when I got to see him, England went into lockdown. So I had about, I had a couple of days in London where I got to spend time in London before the lockdown, but after my quarantine. And I was super lucky because or else I would have never seen actual London. So I actually did get to see the city a little bit, but very, like, very quickly. So let me ask you this. Are you going to move to freaking England? What's going on with you, Katie? <laughs> no, I'm not going to move to England right now. It's not anytime soon. Um, mm-hmm. We're just, it's a time where I don't have to technically, both places are on lockdown, LA and England. Mm-hmm. And... The one thing is, I do miss my freaking dog. I love Bear. Oh, like, the Bear. I, the Bear's with you right now. He's with me right now, which is amazing. But he can't come to England or else he will have to get taken from me. What? And he'll he, probably be... Does he have to be in the, the cargo? Can he be in the plane with you? Some, he can be in the plane with me because he's an right. emotional animal. But he has to have a pet passport, which might can take up to three months to process or something like this. Oh, for a Dang. So it's a little complicated, but um, I'm going back and I know it's fairly soon to go back, but uh, it's like a newer relationship and we figured and we might as well go go for long periods closer together to establish like, to build that solid foundation and then we can space it out. And yeah. Do, are we calling him your boyfriend? Um, I call him, I don't really call him my boyfriend. I just call him 
I just call him James. <laughs> well, that's an interesting conversation because when, as an adult, like, are you like, hey, are, are, are we boyfriend, girlfriend? It feels like such a high school conversation, but you kind of have to establish it. Like I, we're definitely exclusive. We definitely established that. Like I was like, listen, I'm not going to be coming to England if we're not exclusive. That's going to be just right out there. And he was like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, of course not. I'm like, of yeah, course not. of course not. So you guys are exclusive. I think that, I mean, I think in today's day and age, that conversation means you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, I think, well, there's so many lights here. I think that exclusive is good enough for me because yeah, the boyfriend and girlfriend chat. Hmm, I, I don't know. Well, that's what that's what the boyfriend girlfriend chat has evolved into is asking whether you're exclusive or not. I think I think it's a matter of getting older, a and times just changing, b. But because like, yeah, we're not in high school anymore. You're not going to say proposal. Yeah, but, exactly. Okay, exactly. let me ask you this: What the hell's the difference between being exclusive and being boyfriend and girlfriend? That's what I'm saying. Is they're the same thing? That's today's day and age of asking oh. someone to be your boyfriend is the talk of exclusivity. Wait, though, Dean. In England, when I was there, people were going from exclusivity to boyfriend and girlfriend and they were asking in a very promposal way this, like give us an example like they there definitely were people with stages like an example one of his friends was dating someone exclusively and then he goes all right i think i'm ready to ask her to be my girlfriend and i'm like wait mm. you guys are exclusive and he's like i know is there like a timetable over there? Like, okay, we're gonna go on a few dates and then we're gonna become exclusive for like a month or two and see how it goes. And then if it goes well after two months, then we'll become boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm. See, I don't really know what the timetable is, but I was getting the gist that there is definitely a longer period of time to where people decide boyfriend and girlfriend. Cause one, th I feel like what I was getting the gist of at least within that group was that once you're boyfriend and girlfriend, you're like, I'm basically like this person. I definitely see myself marrying. I've got a question for you, Katie. So, uh, might, might get a little too personal here, but when you start dating someone, uh, there's always that, that moment where things get intimate, right? But if you, if you're traveling a, literally 6,000 miles to see someone, mm. what is kind of like that? What is the expectation like? Because from what I have pieced together, it sounds like you guys haven't, you know, been romantic or anything like that. But now all of a sudden you're flying 12 hours to go see this guy. So like, what is the expectation? Is there an expectation? How did you guys handle that whole situation? Like, did you, after you had quarantine, once you got to London, did you then stay with him the rest of the time at his apartment or flat or whatever it's called? Uh, what was kind of the whole process there? Um, yeah, so that's actually a really good question. I, I, that question popped into my head right before I left. So then I gave him a call because I was like, listen, I'm not coming over here just to sleep with you. <laughs> And then I'm not, I'm not just going to be your American piece of ass. And then that's it's in addition to that. Right. <laughs> like, well, I'm just saying like, come on. So I was just like, okay. And he was like, of course not. And I was like, here's the boundary. So I set clear boundaries when, when I was there and then, or before I got there. And I mean, like we were sleeping in the same bed when we hadn't even kissed yet. At hmm. that point. So I definitely was like taking it pretty slow, but at the same time, uh, slow is relative to every different person um but yeah there was no expectation on his end he was literally just like getting to know me and we went on a couple dates and then when it was locked down though it was like oh england locked down and we had to move in and i was like well this is escalating quickly this is escalated quickly at least we you're gonna know if it's gonna work out and it's like a bachelor you know where everything's just on a shortened timetable <laughs> Yeah, it honestly didn't feel too, it felt way more comfortable than paradise. And it was kind of a similar situ like timeline. Well, let me ask about that. So this is your first relationship since being engaged. What has that been like for you? Hmm. Way better. <laughs> All right, let's just leave it at that. No, no, no. Let's let's expound upon that a little bit. So way, way better why. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I've established like my own personal boundaries. I'm listening to my gut a lot more. I think I like lost that maybe ability in paradise. I was so, I felt like at one point I just didn't even feel like myself. So I'm just enjoying, I'm just not, and not putting pressure on it, but also getting all of the reassurance I could have never even asked for. Cause I'm just like, you know what? 
after my experience, I'm literally never going to settle for anything less than something that makes me feel incredible mm. and I'm keep living my life. And if it fits with my life and fits with like, I'm such like a lovey person that if this person isn't for me, I will know. And so far so good. I'm going to Google all English soccer players named James and figure out exactly who he is, but that's going to take a little bit of time. And in the meantime, we're going to take one quick break. Uh, before we get to the break, though, Katie, just one final question for you. And I think it's the most important question that we've asked on this podcast so far is, are you happy? Yes. And yes, I, I am. And I wanted to say, like, I'm happy. I was happy. I regained my happiness before James. I just like to put mm -hmm. that out there because I think that that's important that you don't need a guy to be happy. And so... Um, but yeah, I'm happy. And then plus I get a little additional bonus happy. I think that's awesome. Exactly. I think that's a great message. And I think that's very important to point out too, is, uh, you're not finding happiness in the, in this guy, but you had found it in yourself. And then you found Sir James Madison, uh, of Coventry, England. Perhaps that's his name. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Jared and I had a great interview last a couple days ago. We're going to get to that. Uh, and then we're going to jump into some final questions here with Katie as well. Um, so stay tuned for all that. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem sneakers and streetwear. So fresh. Well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We have a very special guest who is joining us via Zoom because, you know, 2020. Uh, she is the CDO of Rewarding Relationships, which is also known as the Chief Dating Officer. It is Maya Israti. Maya, how are you? I'm awesome, guys. I'm so excited to meet you. You're my favorite podcast. Oh, get out of here! You're just you're just being polite. You are being no. polite. There's no way you're we're your favorite podcast. I love you guys. This is what yes, I sir. do. So I love to help people who suck at dating. 
Sweet. Well, let's help, let's help all 10 of our listeners as much as we possibly can this episode. Um, thanks for joining us. We obviously appreciate having an expert's opinion because all we ever really do is just me and Jared just spew our, our nonsensical nonsense to the listeners out there giving our you know, unsolicited advice. But it's nice to have someone that actually kind of knows what they're talking about. So thanks. Jar- Jared has prepared a couple questions. I guess we both kind of have, right? Jared, you want to start off? And, and Well, of course. Well, Maya, like, t- tell us a little bit about rewarding relationships. Um, and you being the chief dating officer, I think a lot of people are wondering, what does that exactly mean? Great question. I help people remove the desperation and frustration from dating, love, and relationships. Does he like me? Does he not like me? Is she into me? What do I text? What do I wear? How do I put my online profile up? Do I expect a phone call? All, does, do I let him pick me up on the first date? All the different types of questions that people really don't have anybody to hold their hand through. So I provide all the different services for that. You can text me while you're on a date. There's a fee for that um, because people in the beginning were texting me 24-7 and I, was so, I couldn't sleep. So I added a, t- a fee for texting. And it's been amazing because you go on a date and I'm like the hitch. But, you know, I don't know if you ever saw that movie with Will oh, of Smith. Course. Yeah, so it, I provide the same service, and I tell you what to say, definitely what not to say, because people just show up on dates completely clueless, and I help them clue in, and I've helped so many people get married, and it's really wonderful. I love what I do. That's amazing. So would you su- so your website is rewardingrelationships.com, so would you suggest people go and join? Is it okay if I call it a, a program? Was that how you? Sure. Um, so would you suggest people joining the program before or after? after uh, they start going into the dating world? What do you think is better for them? Right away, you should join because A, you need to make sure that you're confident, feeling good, and that you're going on the right websites or apps. People just abuse the apps. Everyone's just in the swipe-happy culture, and they don't know how to pick a suitable mate. Whereas with both of you, what I love about both of you guys is that you're very mature, and you just listening to you, you know, you are in your relationships, you protect your woman, which I love. Maybe in your personal lives, you're not mature, you're, but I don't know. I think you're adorable. But I mean, I still think farts and pooping are very funny, so I don't know how mature I am. <laughs> yeah, True. that's never going to change. <laughs> I have a question for you. So you said sure. you said that you help people clue in on dates and, and help them not show up clueless. What in your experience would you say is showing up clueless? Because I'm just trying to think. Um, you know, I, I fully agree that it's, it's good to, you know, instill some confidence in people in the whole dating world. There's a lot of, of different things that they need to learn how to navigate, but, uh, I just kind of want to like, like zone in on cluelessness in the dating and just kind of uncover what that might be. Sure. So people forget that you're dating and it's romantic and you're supposed to show up as your best self and people show up thinking dating like therapy and, um, you know, you, you can go out with somebody that is divorced for an older category and they might cry on a date. They might talk about their ex-wife. They might talk about their prenup all within the first five minutes. It's like, what just happened? I, I don't know if I like your voice yet. I don't even know if I like what you're wearing or if I want to spend another 15 minutes here with you and you're already on prenups. Like, no, 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 no. You know, just running out the door or for girls that show up and they're like, Seth, my therapist said that I really hmm. need to work on being more outgoing and like I got a flat tire and then my sister said blah 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 and then they just keep talking about themselves They're like my last heartbreak was so devastating I really hope you're not going to be a guy like that and that's not your best self and that's definitely not how you want to present on a date or right. in any type of relationship yeah I, I th- it's funny because we talk about dating pet peeves a lot on this podcast and one of them uh, that I've mentioned multiple times is when, you know, back when Jared and I were going on first dates all those years ago, uh, it was always one of my biggest pet peeves was hearing someone I'm on a date with talk about other guys that they've dated or not. Maybe that's not like a pet peeve, but it's just like it's a bit of a turnoff, I would say. Um, and so I definitely think there is like a coaching aspect that could come in where like just don't talk about your ex-boyfriends, at least not right out of the gate, you know, like not on the first date. Um, and it's, it's funny, also kind of tangential here, but I had this weird like thought yesterday I was like taking Pappy out to go for a walk to, so he could go to the bathroom. <laughs> and like you said, um, oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, 
going on first dates with people is like kind of, you know, putting on your best face and putting your best foot forward. And I was like, well, I kind of took the opposite approach. And when I first started dating Kaylin, I like put my worst foot forward. And I was like, this is the worst <laughs> of what you're going to get from me. Uh, because I kind of dealt with some insecurities too, back when I used to go on dates. And so I was like, I'm just going to show my, not like the worst side of myself, but like a, you know, a very watered down, like lesser version of myself. And then that was accepted wholeheartedly. And then, so I was like, okay, cool. Now I can kind of like continue to move on with that. Um, so it's funny to hear you say, uh, that when, you know, everyone's different, obviously different things work for different people, but, um, like kind of almost like the inverse of that worked worked better for me in a weird in a weird sort of um opposite Wednesday kind of way you know but that's because you have a girl that loves you and right. you're you, both of you are young and you have a girl that truly fell in love with you and was willing to be with you in any parameter or in any dynamic and she has a lot of confidence to do that she knew that her love for you was greater um than anything else and she was willing to wait around for you to see if you had the same feelings for her. And this is a girl you should marry. I'm just saying <laughs> after having seen it played out and everything like that, and given your age and now fast forwarding and congratulations on your new home. Thank you. She Thank is you. an awesome girl. Well, Both of you uh, have amazing mm, girls. I, I definitely Thank agree you. with that last statement, especially, and, and you're right. I, I do agree that uh, it, it was kind of one of those things where I was thinking about how that then snowballed into like me just being a more confident person too. Uh, and how I think up until this relationship, I've always kind of missed out on like receiving love from other people. Uh, and it's still something I work on, but it definitely, like you said, it's definitely because of that, that kind of has made it work. Uh, fortunately for me, otherwise, you know, who knows where we would be. But, but yeah, no, I agree. Like I said, it was just, it's just interesting to hear uh, here kind of the ideal way of going about it. And then, um, the, the weird way that obviously uh, Jared and I both kind of fumbled into our relationships, but, um, I, I do, I do agree with what you're saying. There is like definitely like a, a, a best practice for going on these dates. So, so like what else could we expect, you know, like what other kind of a, maybe like tips or tricks would you have, especially for like today's dating, because it's changing with COVID and, you know, dating apps have always been a thing, but now like dates can't really happen quite as frequently. So what kind of advice would you have for like the 2020, early 2021 dater? If you're in a state that is open, you know, anything outside of LA County right now, that you can go to a restaurant and sit outside and there aren't any issues, wear your mask and try and get an in-person date. I don't know if that's controversial or not, but you still want to meet face to face. It's always better to meet IRL than like, on the phone or on FaceTime. If you're uncomfortable, it's no problem. Say, hey, let's just talk on the phone and then maybe we can do a virtual date, but don't stay on the phone for 10 hours. Don't be in lingerie, you know, don't be like laying on the bed. Hi, how are you? So tell me everything about you. The guy might be fascinated with you and into you for those like 10 minute windows, but after that, the guy's gonna be like bored. That was easy, she was easy, next. Who's the next girl I can get? If I can get that one, you know, like girls don't seem to understand how the guy's brain works. And um, same with guys. They don't always understand how the women's brain works, but girls really, really need an education. Sorry, girls. That's why I exist. On how to talk to a guy and um, how not to be always so available. So those are things that I would say. Don't be, don't let it linger on for hours and hours. End it first. Have some confidence, you know, put your clothes on. You're not going to go to Starbucks naked. You're not going to go on a Zoom date naked. And don't do it in your bedroom if you're doing a virtual date. It's not a great idea. Hold you on. have to make I'm, the guy work for you. I'm confused. You're not talking about like first date naked Zoom calls, right? Yes. Yes, I am. What do you, I, so you're, wait, you're, are you saying there's people out there that are, are getting naked on Zoom calls, like on first dates? So like this is like having sex on the first date? Is this what we're relating it to? Oh, that's, an that's another date. The, uh, <laughs> virtual sex is another date. But yes, that's what you're equating it to. Girls or people that are desperate and they haven't seen anybody in months, especially during the, you know, the bulk of the quarantine. And they were, you know, guys horny, girls horny. And people started taking off their clothes. And I would be yelling at my clients, going, what's wrong with you? Put your clothes back on. What do you mean? We're wearing a strapless top and you were talking about like what kind of lace pattern you're wearing under there. I'm like, you don't know this guy. Zip it back up. They, they just, they're so, people are so starved for attention and so desperate and they want a guy or a girl so badly that they get into bad habits and you cannot have bad habits. 
so the while more conservative we're conservative person wins. So while we're on the topic of it, then let's say once COVID starts to like fizzle out, COVID aside, you know, like how long is it appropriate amount of time to like move to a physical stage with uh, a prospective partner, you think? And, and just like a general rule of thumb. I wouldn't go home hooking up with someone on the first date, truthfully. You know, you want to be a respectable guy and you want the girl to have some boundaries and self-respect. You want to have something to work for. So maybe a kiss on the first date. Um, would be good. And then well, if you I like also the girl, think uh, I, I think anticipation is highly underrated. Agreed. There's, there's something about the anticipation of not knowing and then having it build up. It's uh, it's exciting. It's, it's the most exciting. It's like bungee jumping. You don't know what's going to happen. And <laughs> the same thing can happen with your heart um, in a good way. You want that mystery and that excitement. And people just think that they have to come bearing all like I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. Um, annoying, like wearing every sign. I'm desperate, and they don't realize that they're showing up with those signs. So I think the mystery and the anticipation is the most sexy thing. Yeah, I guess. Like Jared said, it's well, like I said, but it is tantalizing. You know, the anticipation it builds. You start to wonder what's going on, and then it starts happening, and your heart starts to flutter. Well, so uh, on the flip side of it, then uh, I would say this year more than any year, a lot of people are going into the new year single and discouraged and unhappy with their relationship. So what kind of advice would you have for for those people? You know, maybe the ones that uh, want to be in a relationship but necessarily don't have the opportunity to right now. What kind of advice would you have for the singles? For the single people, there is a lid for every cover. There is a lid for every pot. There's someone for everyone that matches that person's style. You just got to do the work. You want to lose weight. It's not going to happen when you wake up in the morning. You have to work out, eat well, go to the gym, et cetera. Um, minimize whatever, you know, change your eating habits. You want to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend or have a long-term relationship. You have to put in the effort as well. You have to believe it, want it, get on the apps. Don't just do apps where it's just swipe culture. Go on the actual website that you like, get on three of them, put up a great profile, three different photos. Do not put the longest paragraphs ever. No one really reads them. No one really cares about the detail. They either like your photo or they don't. They either want to ask you or not. Like, you don't want to put what happened to you in third grade. It's just no one cares, honestly. It's what are you doing right now? What are you into these days? Three sentences, be done, and be more open-minded. That's my best advice. Because um, if, you're, if you're home right now and you're not going out and meeting people, get on singles, Zoom dates or digital dates, and go out walking, get a pet. If you don't have a pet, just go to a dog park. Go where people are, a coffee shop. Um, a campus and walk around the more ambular you are the more people you're going to meet and say that you want to meet people if you have a mindset I'm never going to meet anyone I'm never going to meet anyone you're never going to meet anyone but if you're like I hope to meet someone it's going to happen one day do you have a like a favorite or like a preferred app that you recommend to people um they're so personal there's so many by the way there's I'm sure you guys know about them too but there's match and hinge and uh christian mingles jdate uh jewish Plenty of fish, exactly. Farmers Shameless only. Plug. There, I, there's uh, a gazillion apps out there. So pick the one that you like. Um, and I, I would try three different ones and see what's out there. There's Bumble. Bumble, the woman has to pursue the man. I really think that the man has to pursue the woman in general. I think a guy should be the pursuer. It's, that's like the guy's job is to pick you. The guy picks you and the girl picks from the guys that are from the pool of pickers. So like girls come to me and they're like, why doesn't he like me? And I'm like, you're not his type. And they hate when I say it. I'm like, you're just not his type. It's not your voice or your look or your hair or your size, whatever it is. You're just, men have a type and, you know, women fall in love behind the ears and men fall in love visually right off the bat, like the first five seconds. And then after that, the relationship grows and you get to know the person. But right off the bat, a guy can tell if, it's their look if you want to pursue the person or not. You guys, men are faster than us. And girls are a little bit more open-minded. Like, maybe I'll give the guy a chance. Maybe not. And um, especially if you say the right thing. So for girls, I would say work on your confidence and get on some apps and be open-minded. Just don't tell your whole life story. Like, you wouldn't put your money in a bad bank. You know, you wouldn't invest in a bank that's going down. Same with your love life. Don't invest in bad people. That's my best advice that I could say to people. Invest in yourself first. Well, I think that's great advice. I think everybody should be taking that to heart, especially Sock Army. Um, 
Every, well, Maya, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Everybody listening out there, please go to rewardingrelationships.com to get more information about how you can join the program and help yourself in the dating world, which is something that we all need, especially if you're listening to a podcast called Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, Maya, where, where else can people find you? Instagram at Rewarding Relationships or at Maya Ezrati. Same with Facebook. And my website, rewardingrelationships.com, has all the links of where to find me. And I'm so excited. So happy to be Sweet. here, guys. You're amazing. Oh, Maya, you're the best. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be sure to check you out. And you have to come back on. I would love to. Thank you. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We are fast forwarding in time right now. Myself, Dean, and Katie all here. We have a, a dating horror story uh, to get into. We also have an email, a dating term, and I wrote a little Jingle Bells song just for Dean himself. But first, I want to talk about a quick story that was just announced this week. Halle Berry, uh, obviously the famous actress. She's 54. She's single. And apparently she is not ready to mingle with any of her friend's ex. The headline is, Halle Berry reveals why she would never date a friend's ex. Quote, it's a cardinal sin. So apparently she says that she would uh, never, ever enter a relationship or even go on a date with her, with her friend's past significant other, uh, going so far to say that even if her friend went on like two dates uh, with this person, Halle Berry did not change her opinion. She said, if my friend's only been out with him like twice, he's still not on my list. That's how I feel. I'm that kind of girl. So my question to you, Dean and Katie, would you ever date a friend's ex? No, absolutely <laughs> uh well, let's ask ourselves this question, Jared. Are you friends with uh, Chris Souls? You know what? I almost, 
I, dude, I almost said that you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, in the Bachelor world, it's kind of hard to uh, uh, ignore because I'm friends with Chris Souls and we're friends with Caitlyn. I understand that, but oh, because Ashley's friends with Caitlyn and then you're dating Ashley. That makes sense. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, listen, I uh, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't personally feel the same way Halle Berry does, which I don't think I would ever have thought I would ever say that sentence in my entire life. But uh, I guess I guess Hallie and I disagree on this topic because uh, I personally dated uh, friends ex in the past. Um, obviously, not not the case anymore. But I don't think it's like a bit. I don't think it should just be a complete barrier of entry for someone to date someone just because their friend dated them. Well, are you, you know talking I mean? about bachelor? Know. Like in your own previous experience, was it bachelor related or no? Not bachelor related. Related, absolutely I think that's not. A totally different thing. That's also, what I mean. That's why I kind of want to hear Dean's experience. Be like, so Dean, what happened? What What do you mean? Tell me what what you said that you had an experience of dating a friend's ex. How close was this friend? Yeah, this is my. Question. I did. I know what he happened. was my best friend. Okay. He was my best friend. Uh, and I guess when I say it was his ex, it wasn't. They weren't exes. They had just um, they had they had uh, hooked up before, right? So it wasn't like a full blown ex of his. But it, 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 by Halle Berry standards, it sounds like she absolutely was. Okay. Uh, and I, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. It did become a bit of a thorn in the side of our friendship for a little mm. bit until we discussed it. But uh, as best friends do, they get over things and they settle their differences. Uh, it just took a little bit of time to, to figure that out. And and I, if I could go back in time, I think the biggest mistake that I made was I just wasn't honest about it with him from the get go. Oh, uh, I personally didn't, I personally didn't think that it was it even warranted having a conversation because they were never you know seriously in a relationship or anything like that. But um well, lo and behold, I was wrong on that front and I should have had the conversation. So that's my that's my one bit of advice. If you do want to go date one of your friend's exes, make sure to confront the friend about it first. Uh, maybe not even get their blessing. That would be great if you could get their blessing. But just make sure that they're in the know of what's going on. Well, what happens if you don't get their blessing? Uh, if you don't get their blessing, uh, it just really depends what you value more, the friendship or this potential relationship. I personally think if they were true friends, they would say, do whatever you want to do to make you happy. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure that's not the case every single time. So difficult what do you think, Katie? Because, I think it's difficult to really answer that because every situation is totally different. Like mm. X as in I've dated that person for a year and we loved each other or you know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. And all warrant different conversations. I guess my initial answer was no, absolutely not. But I think I was thinking X is in serious X. And mm. even then, <laughs> speaking of love, actually, Jared. Mm. My ears perked <laughs> up. Because speaking of love, actually, the guy was like his best friend was in love with mm. his wife. And so you can't really write it off completely. But the conversation has to be had. Well, in that movie, that's the that's the famous scene with the cards where he's he's standing in, at her front door. SNL just did a parody of it. Great scene. I do agree that there isn't just one blanket situation that you can just address it all with one thing. Uh, and I also agree, like the severity of the relationship. For for instance, my situation was different just because it, they weren't, you know, married, obviously. So that definitely helps. Uh, if I think about if I think back to like my previous serious relationships and then like if one of my friends came to me and they were like, hey, I'm thinking about dating this person. Uh I guess you're right. It, it, it depends on a lot of different factors. Well, Dean, uh, here's a question for you, because you talked about your own experience with this. And then you said it caused a thorn in your friendship. And then you keep saying you were best friends. So my question is, do you think that you dating his ex like had anything to do with you guys maybe not being as close today as you once were? Absolutely not. Okay, no, sure. he just moved. He just moved to Colorado, and we're still best friends. Don't get me wrong. It's just you know we can't. We we lived together for a long time too, so oh, okay. that wasn't the reason. Uh, and we like I said, we're still best friends, Mike. If you're listening to this, we're still absolutely best <laughs> friends. I love you to death. I would I would kill for you. Love you. Uh, I love yeah, love you, Mike. <laughs> but yeah, I I agree. If uh, I don't know, and then I was trying to think back to like bachelor specifics. Uh, so like, let's say, for instance, you know, Christine and I dated for a little bit too. Nick and I are friends. Christina dated Nick on the show. Uh, and I would never say that caused any type of rift between any of us. But it was just it was weird. It was weird to hear like Nick talk about Christina and vice versa, um, whether they were saying good or bad things. irrelevant. Just the fact that they were, you know, kind of having those conversations was still 
just weird, I suppose. So it, it definitely makes things more complicated than they need to be. So maybe for your own sake of sanity, just stay away from your friend's exes. Yeah, there's a ton of people out here. So that's what Halle Berry So says. many people. Yeah. A lot of see, they say. There's too many freaking. Okay, Katie, let's ask you this. Let's say, turns out, uh, Hannah G had a relationship with this James guy a long time ago. Would that influence your, uh, your decision any sort of way, one way or the other? Um, I would be like, it would influence me in the sense that I'd be asking her questions like, what's wrong with him or what happened? <laughs> like, yeah. But I think if they weren't together when I met them or when I met him, then no. Again, like yeah. you said, Katie, it's so hard because each situation is different. Like in the intensity of the relationship. If somebody I dated, if for me personally, somebody that I went on a date with a couple times, if one of my friends wanted to date them, I'm all for it. Now, if it was like my ex-girlfriend of two years, we're going to have a different conversation. It all depends on the, the intensity of the relationship. I totally agree with you guys. So let's move on. Yeah. Let's get to our dating horror story, which is something that we started last week. And it's become a weekly segment. And, you know, Easton, I got to say, Easton, between the uh, dating horror stories and the dating terms, we got to come up with like a song, a jingle, some sort of sound effect where we can introduce these things. Just putting it out there for 2021, you know? Uh, Mark, if you're uh, listening because you have the greatest voice of us all, would you mind reading the sucky dating story that one of our wonderful Suck Army listeners sent in to us? Yes, indeed. It's from Anonymous, which makes it even juicier. I was listening to your latest podcast episode that mentioned the dating story of the guy smelling the girl's hair and telling her that her scent was still in his nostrils. Well, I once had a guy ask me what my blood type was when I said oh. I didn't know and we changed the subject. He brought it up again. I said, I don't know. He said, do you think your parents would know? Needless to say, I'm lucky to still be alive and single mm. after that weird-ass date. The end. That is very, very strange. Not only that he brought it up the first time, but the fact that he asked if her parents would He really know. wanted to know, know that blood wonder, type. Maybe you went on a date with a... It makes you wonder, what is this guy up to? I, maybe I you went on a date with a vampire. Maybe he wanted to suck your blood, and he likes a certain type of blood, you know? Like... Uh, what is it like O negative? I don't even know blood types. What if she was like, I have a stomach ache, and he was like, Well, certain blood types are certain diets because that was a whole thing. I, I'd oh. like to think that she went on a date with a vampire. <laughs> I think that's probably a better story, Jared. I always try to get it too realistic. I'm like, <laughs> This guy might have been looking out for her well being. <laughs> no, Kate. maybe it's for like maybe it's for breeding purposes. Like maybe this guy was, I just googled it, AB negative is the most rare type of blood at 0.6% of people that have it. Maybe he's AB negative. He wants to breed with another AB negative person and he's just trying to nip it in the bud and, and figure out exactly whether or not this person is, you know, breeding material in his eyes. Nonetheless, he should say, by the way, yeah, I, give the reason I'm Tell curious us why, because you know? of this. Yeah. 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 Or maybe he was wanting her to say hers so he could flex with his. Oh, yeah. Nothing like flexing your blood type on a date to really just establish your dominance. Yeah. <laughs> I may be negative, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're B positive. Yeah, eight and a half percent people are B positive. I'm A B negative. So, psh, whatever. This oh guy God. should go on one of those speed dating things, and then every person that comes up, he just asks their blood type, and then once he gets to the most rare, the A B. What was it? What was it? A B what? Negative. A B negative. A B negative. That's the winner right there. Maybe that's what he's just looking for. So what he needs to do is go on this speed dating, and as soon as he finds his A B negative, just propose right then and there. And then he'll obviously yeah. probably just, you know, uh, lock her in the basement because that's what it sounds Beautiful. like. Beautiful. Beautiful genius. Jared, what type of uh, dating term do you have for us this week? Oh, well, you know, it's it's the holidays, everybody. And, uh, you know, it can be a stressful time. It can be an exciting time. This year is obviously a little bit different. 2020, who knows? But I figured I'd go with a festive dating term. So, Katie, I don't know if you remember or not. Each week, I present a new dating term to the podcast to which Dean, Mark, Easton all give their guesses as to what the hell it could possibly mean. So, today, I'm going to ask what you think the 2020 dating term scrooging is. Now, you guys all mm. know the the uh, Disney tale. I guess it's not a Disney tale, but just the story of Ebenezer Scrooge and how he hated Christmas and all the holiday season. So today, our 2020 dating term is, of course, Scrooging. What do you think Scrooging could mean in the dating world? Incredible. Just an incredible term, but I can't <laughs> wait to figure out what, what it really means. 
Ah, yes. Ebenezer Scrooge. Bah humbug. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say Scrooging is when, oh man, this is, this is a tough one. Scrooging has to be something along the lines of, well, I don't know, actually, because it can't just be, they just get, you know, uh, cranky around Christmas time because that's not really dating centric. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something along the lines of Ghosting? maybe, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I have, I think I know what it is. Scrooging someone is when <laughs> you are too scared to break up with them. And so you start acting like a, like a piece of crap, like a jerk and sad and depressed and and all the time so that way they break up with you so you're scrooging them by giving them a reason to break up with you essentially so you start channeling your ebenezer scrooge to get out of the relationship okay i like that i like that a lot yeah yeah i think someone who scrooges is someone who around halloween cools things off dramatically even maybe breaking it up because they want to avoid Family time at Christmas, getting you a present, all that crap. But in January, they'd be like, hey, what's up? And all of a sudden, things are good again. I think a Scrooge avoids the holiday completely. That That is such nice. a Scrooge thing to do. The opposite Katie? season. Um, I was thinking Scrooging just meant ghosting, but... Um, I think that I'm wrong. There are three ghosts in the story, so maybe... I know. <laughs> Yeah. Jared? Jared, lay it on us, man. What, what, what is it? All right. Well, we want to know. All right. Well, Scrooging, I mean, you, you, Mark, you were pretty on fire here. Well, Scrooging, of course, is when you decide to stop talking to someone right before the festivities and the holiday season begins because you want to avoid buying them a gift. There Yay. it is. Scrooging, ladies and gentlemen, 2020. Don't be a Scrooge, okay? Don't end a relationship just because you don't want to buy them a gift. Can I can I contribute um, a dating one? Of course, you please. Can, please. <laughs> well, I'm going to contribute an English dating phrase or a okay. phrase that they say. Can you guys tell me what is? Um, oh, there's a couple. <laughs> what would you call a rocket? A rocket. Uh, a redheaded lass. That's just just uh, ten out of ten. Oh, a man! Oh, that's a rocket. Uh, I'm gonna say because when I think of a rocket, I obviously think of the male reproductive uh, <laughs> yeah. area. A, a dog's penis, sure. Obviously, uh, and so I'm gonna say a rocket is when uh, you, as a male, unexpectedly that part of your body awakens and you're like, "What is going? I, I nothing is happening. It's just, it's just there. It's like a rocket." And it's it's taken off, and I have no control over it. I think that's an amazing guess, but a rocket is a hot chick. Right. Yeah, <laughs> good job. Hey, not just a, it's just any hot chick, not just a redhead. Yeah, it's not just a redhead. A rocket, or a, or you can say my bird. Maybe a red okay. rocket could be like a, a really hot red redheaded rocket. English girl. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. Little- what else you got for us? Um, well, here's the thing. So, Dean. Before we go, first of all, this is Christmas week. This is coming out the Monday before Christmas. So to everybody listening out there to Suck Army, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, you know, we just hope that you have a great, great holiday season. And Dean, we posted that uh, compilation video of, uh, of us singing Jingle Bells, to which I made a small caption, uh, which I don't think you were a big fan of because you said it didn't rhyme. But if you say it properly, it rhymes a little bit. Let's hear it. So, well, here's the thing. So, I wrote that as an Instagram caption, and then I was inspired to write a little "Help I Suck at Dating" jingle bells, little jingle. Uh, sure, sure. I don't know how to phrase that. So, here we go. So, because this is what my life has come down to. Here we go. It's the 2020 "Help I Suck at Dating" jingle bells jingle. Uh, I wish I had music, but you know what? Copyright. So here we go. It starts off. Jingle bells, Jared smells, Dean is always late. Oh, what fun it is to host a podcast on dating. Hey, we're Help I Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio. We're there for you when your ex-boyfriend starts dating a hoe. We tell our dating horror stories. We call out people's bull. We'll laugh and cry together because it's the holidays and you're single. Hey, Jingle Bells, Jared smells, Dean is always 
always late. Oh, what fun it is to host a podcast on dating. There it is. Wow, Jerry. Yeah, thanks, guys. I'm actually that sweating. You know, that was good. That was good. My only bit of feedback is I don't understand why everyone just always has to point out the fact that I'm sometimes late. <laughs> I was late today. It's it's the low-hanging fruit. I, I said I smell. <laughs> Yeah, but we all know you don't smell, oh, I and smell we all right know now, I was late. Friend. I was late one time, and now all of a sudden, no one is dropping. I know I, one time. I've I've made like <laughs> I've made a song about it. I've made uh, like four Instagram videos about you being late. I've really capitalized off that one time that you were like a half hour late. Yeah, I'm sure it's. Uh, I'm sure if we brought any one of my friends or even Kayla on the podcast, they'd probably say the same thing. But that doesn't matter because 2021 is right around the corner. Jared, before we go, uh, and, and Katie, actually, I've got questions for both of you guys. Since Christmas is this week, what do you guys have planned for uh, your partners? What do you mean? Ladies first. Like, what, what kind of <laughs> gifts do you have? Ooh. Well, he's not going to listen to this podcast, so. Um, no. I He... Actually carries around a backpack that he's had since 2012 that he brings to football every day. So um, I just I was like, oh, I like your backpack. He said, I don't. I hate it. It's not even me. It has studs on it and it's weird. And I was like, wow, he literally wears it every day. And I was like, how long have you had it? He said, since 2012. And so I got him a really nice new backpack. Oh, that's awesome. It's very thoughtful. That I know he likes. So that's that's my gift. That's a great gift. Uh, I won't say what I'm getting Ash because I'm sure somebody could easily just message her and tell her. Uh, I I got her mostly like funny gifts because she's very hard to shop for where I'm very easy. Mark and I talked about this. Like get me a, the new Patriot sweatshirt. I know I have seven of them, but I will wear like I will wear any Boston sports uh, clothing you will give me. With her, it's very different because I'm not going to buy her beauty stuff. I don't know what the hell to get her. I'm not going to get her, like, clothing because I don't know what the hell to get her. Uh, and uh, so I, I'm getting her, like, an assortment of different things, uh, thoughtful in nature, uh, funny in others, and then hopefully she'll enjoy them. Yeah, I love that. Uh, well, great for the very specific description of what you're getting. Uh, Sorry no, for I, the long-winded I answer. You don't – you don't want to spoil the surprise. I get that. Maybe uh, next week we'll be able to check back in and see how they all went over and maybe get a, can you give us uh, a, a more uh, thorough explanation. Can you give us a glimpse of what you might be getting, Kaylin? I'm sure she's sitting next to you, so you can't say any details. Uh, that's very true. I can't and I won't. And a big part of that is just because I still have to figure out exactly what that's all going to be. So uh, next week we'll see uh, exactly kind of how that all went down as well. But we're going to have to wait till then. Katie, thank you so much. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank I'm you for filling us. We're already parting ways. Will I ever see you guys again on the podcast? Yes. Not in 2020, probably. No, I know. But 2021, you're, you can come back every week if you want. The door is always open. The virtual door is always open for Katie. And how excited how excited are we just to put 2020 in the rearview mirror? Um but yeah, Katie, thank you for filling us in on your 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 life, your your relationship with James. He sounds lovely. We can't get to we can't wait to get to know him a little bit better once you guys progress. It's a, it's a tricky thing when your boyfriend lives uh, across the pond. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll be looking forward to that, Jared. Uh, thank you for scrooging us, and thank you to our great guest Maya. Be sure to check her out at rewardingrelationships.com. And also, don't forget to tune in next week where maybe we will suck just a little bit less. Maybe. Hopefully. Probably. Follow Help by Suck It Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. 
In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.